0: Welcome to the Inspired Teacher's Guide podcast. We are Kim Wilkins and Laura Woldridge, just two teachers trying to podcast. We are so glad that you joined us. Our goal is to help you by discussing a variety of topics that will help you as a whole, in the same way we want to focus on the whole child. On this podcast, we'll be talking in and outside the classroom. Welcome back. Right.
1: Today, we are going to share a new episode with some very interesting information that Laura is teaching me. Ooh, I'm excited. I can't wait to learn from you, Laura. Mm-hmm. Last week, we shared participation and engagement strategies that are content specific. We aren't going to review the strategies, but we do want to remind you that you can gain over 20 new ideas for your classroom by listening to episodes 15 and 16. Mm-hmm. We also want to remind you to intentionally choose strategies. Not every strategy that you learn works in every situation. Yeah, unfortunately. I know.
0: Be nice if it did. But, and I also want to remind you listeners that it's so important to include variety in your classrooms yes. with strategies. It's the spice of life. We don't want to get into like Kahoot Thursdays uh-huh. and Probable Passage Thir- Tuesdays. Right. Right. We- really want to spread things out because novelty is nice, but also is predictability. Mm-hmm. So if we learn lots of strategies, then we can sprinkle them yeah. throughout the month. A couple of weeks ago, I did the add and pass mm. and my
1: kids have been asking to do it again. Yeah. And that's really what you want. You do leave them wanting
0: more. And when they say, let's do it one more time. Oh, no, no, no. We'll not do today. it again, but again. not today. That's right. And that that creates interest and mm-hmm. excitement, and then the kids don't get tired of it. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah. Okay, the content of today's episode stems from learning I did last year. I cannot express to you how helpful this learning was. The content of today's episode is all about the stress cycle. Oh, wow. Oh, man.
1: Okay. I have- oh, I live in it.
0: I'm like you- a hamster on a wheel. Is that what it is? <laughs> yes. Oh, listeners, I'm sorry. Kim tickles me so much. You have no idea how many times we have to edit out our laughings. Okay. So I am, not, I am not sure how I came across this work. This comes from Emily and Amelia Nagotsky. I think I'm saying their names correctly. And they have written a book called Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. And much of what I'm going to share today comes from there. Sometimes they're exact words I've incorporated okay. in. I So I checked out the book on the Libby app. If you guys don't have the Libby app, it's from your local library. You have to have a library card, but it is a free Audible is what it is. It is. And in
1: Arkansas, it's the the entire Arkansas Library Consortium. Mm-hmm. So every library across the state is included in there. So you have more opportunities to get books. Now I have, I'm on the wait list for this book. I haven't been able to get it yet.
0: Well, the thing about this book is I listened to the first section five times. Wow. It was, I would just get to the end of the first section and I would start it over and I would over and over. It's so good, you guys. So typically we think about burnout is, oh, I'm burnt out on, on, chicken salad or burned out in the classroom or things like that. But this really takes this concept and and puts it to the stress cycle. All right, listeners, I really want to challenge you to open your ears really big, to open your hearts really big. This is going to be some serious information but it can also be life-changing information. It has enhanced my life greatly. Kim, I cannot wait for you to learn this stuff. I'm so excited. Okay, let's start out by thinking, what stresses you out? What are some things that stress you out?
1: Uh, The biggest thing for me really is when I feel like I'm behind. Mm -hmm. I cannot stand to feel like I'm, I'm not getting things done that I should get done. And then... That causes me to not have downtime or time at home, and then I don't. I feel like I'm not finishing tasks. So it's really that whole. Um, it's a domino. Effect. It is. <laughs> I'm not completing things. I'm behind. Mm-hmm. Not completing things makes me feel behind, and then I don't have downtime. That really sends me over the edge. Yeah.
0: When you walk into our house and you turn to the right, there is a counter, and. If that counter is clean, it just makes me smile. I
1: know.
0: But if it's junky, I, that's sad that something that no. simple, but it does, it is immediately, I'm like, oh, I think because that's probably a clue of what the rest of our house looks mm-hmm. like. But that something simple can cause you stress, um, you know, yeah. and big things, deadlines, and.
1: Yes, deadlines. There's a good stress, like there's a good mm-hmm. little bit of anxiety to have to keep you, you know, pursuing your goals.
0: But <laughs> to go to work, yeah, like, like that, that yeah. in the morning.
1: <laughs> but just when I get behind, or or I do come in and I see the laundry's not done, mm-hmm. or I've got dishes in the sink. Oh yeah. my
0: goodness, I hate that too. Or when you, you know, when you don't get enough sleep and you wake up. And- And then I'm already stressed because I didn't get enough sleep. Sometimes I just start kicking. I just start. I act like a two year old. I'm like, oh, i don't want to get up. I do not remember that on our emotional regulation chart that we shared. (laughs) So it's an effective strategy. It's very effective. Uh, Okay, listeners, we could go on and on. And I want you to really stop and think right now. What causes you stress at home and at school? So you can pause and think about that. Okay, now what we're going to do is talk about the difference between a stressor stressor, and stress. So if you are able to write things down, we are going to make a T-chart. So my YouTube people, you can watch this beautiful T-chart being drawn. If you are just a listener, I've got to make sure that I'm even being...
1: You want me to hold
0: it um, right yeah, I want on. you to hold it. We are so official people; it's just unbelievable. So, if you're just if you're a listener, just write you a T down. And what we're going to do is on the left side of the T, we're going to write stressor, and then on the right side, we're going to write stress. Oh, come in a little closer. Is that not beautiful handwriting? Lovely. All right. So now what you're going to do is everything you just listed off. So my laundry or that's a stressor. That's a stressor. Uh, my kitchen counter. Uh, maybe lesson plans are another sh- stressor for you. Incomplete tasks. Incomplete tasks. Oh gosh. That endless email, mm-hmm. you know, so you're just going to list those there. On this other side, we need to write or think that stress is a shift, is a shift that happens in your body. Sorry, listeners, I am writing.
1: When you encounter a stress Thor,
0: a shift that happens in your body when you encounter all these things to my left. Okay so when i
1: when i have incomplete tasks mm-hmm. the stress i feel is the inability to sleep like i can't get rest is that what you mean like i'm not sleeping
0: well it may be an, an effect because of it but it's just that feeling in your body a lot of times for me i my shoulders fall down okay i'm like oh i, don't know, I just feel hold yeah hold your breath mm-hmm. uh, Clench your fist, your heart rate races. Okay.
1: Um. So actually a physiological thing that happens. Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, maybe your jaw is clenching. Mm. Uh. Maybe you're short of breath. Uh, a lot of times for me, the shift comes with a headache. Okay. Or just a heaviness. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that is. That's the stress. stress. That okay. is the stress. Okay. okay. So when you look back at stressors, I want you to notice that these are different than what we typically call stress. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I didn't either. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, Nagoski sisters. All right. So dealing with stress and dealing with the things that cause you stress, the stressors, dealing with these two things is two different things. and. Sorry, Charlies, I cannot help you with your stressors, but today you will walk away loaded with something to help you with your stress. Okay. Okay. And guys, what I want you to know is the stress is what hurts you. The stressors are what annoys you. Okay. (laughs) And so the long-term damage comes from stress. Well, we could do a whole pod, we could do a whole podcast about the stressors and giving you tips and you could still experience much stress
1: Mm -hmm. so are some people better at dealing or they just have better strategies i think i don't know because some people don't seem that stressed to me but surely they are maybe they just deal with it better yeah like a duck on water (laughs) underneath they're just like this on, on top of the water you're just <laughs> sailing along
0: oh you guys have got to watch the youtube version because kim was destined for hollywood <laughs> and you will notice that i am not i did not make the cut all right so guys we know that your jobs our jobs are full of stressors and stress so we need to become equipped okay i'm going to put this in example form that stressor stress And this came straight from the Nagoski sisters. Okay, Kim, let's say that you're on your nightly walk. Okay. And you see a line. I'm going to run, man. (laughs) Or I might freeze. Well, okay. So what's going to happen to your body?
1: I'll get sick. I'll feel not. Like when I get stressed and scared, I mm -hmm. get physically mm -hmm. nauseous.
0: Your heart rate's going to soar. Yes. Uh, You're going to get that push of hormones. Mm -hmm. Your senses are going to be heightened thinking about what you're cooking for dinner is going away, you know, your memory really shifts. And really, to be honest, your digestion is slowing and your immune system lowers. Really? That's what they say. It's just because you're having not just a react, you're not just having an intellectual reaction, you're having a full experience. I mean, there's a line in front of you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here comes the line. What is Kim doing? She's running. Okay. Her muscles are activating. She's going and everything else goes to the wayside. So there's two options. I don't care anything about those dishes. (laughs) No longer is that an issue. Not a problem. Okay. So there's two outcomes. She could be eaten by the line. Oh gosh, that would be terrible. All right. (laughs) Or she could escape it all right and if she escapes it she's probably going to be so excited she'll be thinking oh my gosh she'll be calling me oh my gosh i just survived a line all right so what's happening is she has killed the or the line has been attacked by lightning or you killed it with your bare hands and she eliminated the stressor but her body does not know it. Hmm. And so what we're dealing with, and she may deal with it for the rest of her life, which trauma, trauma um, or she may deal with it for a long time. That's the stress. Okay. Okay. Let's think about it at school. Okay. What if we're in the teacher's lounge and we're having this great lunch and then somebody says something that flies all over you. Oh yes! Boom, the line is present. Okay, Mm -hmm. so Kim, what she can do is she can get up and just walk away from that person. Which is what I do. Yeah, we we retreat. retreat. Oh man, you Hamilton fans, you're singing the song with me. Um, She's dealing with the stressor, but still, there's a lot going on in her body, Mm -hmm. and for. Days. days I'm thinking about I should
1: have said mm-hmm. I wish I had done that's what who's that person like you're still from 1980 thinking about you know, yes just, at a shower so I shouldn't have said that
0: oh so again just wanting to hone in on dealing with the stressor and dealing with the stress are completely different so what I listeners again I want you to pause and think about specifically for the classroom you know those little stressors that you're dealing with thinking about how they're really impacting you and causing the real stress. Mm -hmm. And I see it every day with people that I work with. They're just
1: hunched, Mm -hmm. drawn, anxious, worried. And, and some things are stressors that are, they're good. I mean, because teachers tend to be good-willed people Mm -hmm. and you worry about your students. And yeah, it does cause you a great deal of stress because Mm -hmm. you're worried about what's going to happen right. gonna or what does happen or what does happen when, they, does does when they go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So pretty much guys, I am switching to stress now. Okay. So we're not attacking the stressors because I can't really help you with much of that. Um, but we, we can help with the stress. So what I want to, you to know is the effects of stress cause issues with your immune system, your hormones, your cortisol levels, friends, your digestion and more the responses that are supposed to save you that are supposed to kick in can also kill you <laughs> mm, too much of it too much of it too much cortisol. unless you complete the stress cycle so what we're trying to do is Find a way to address the stress so my hormones and my immune system are not affected in the long term. Mm -hmm. They might be affected for a second or throughout the day, but at the end of the day, I'm closing it. Okay. And so then it doesn't become chronic. Well, we need this. Gosh, do we ever. And that's why I listened to it five times because I needed it so much. I'm like, tell me more. Okay. <laughs> so, in, in most situations, guys, the stress is what really hurts you, and the stressors are not. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, like they may anger you, they may annoy you, frustrate you. Yeah. But that's not what's going to really get you. Okay. All right. All right. So while you're managing stressors, your bodily body is handling the stress. It's so important that we just aren't battling the outside; that we send the signals to our inside too. Okay, and that's why. What do you mean? Well, like what I was saying, when you killed the lion, your your brain knows it, but your body doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to figure out ways to send messages to the stress in our body that it's over, or at least it's over for today. (laughs) That line's gone. (laughs) Until fifth period tomorrow. Um, the Nagoski sisters, they talk about why we don't complete the cycle. And it was very interesting to me, so I thought I would share it with you. You know, a lot of us have chronic stress. We're just constantly running. There's never a time to really stop. Mm -hmm. And so that we're we're stuck in this stress response all the time. Um, it's just socially acceptable. I mean, I, can, I am just floored sometimes. And I put this on myself about responding to emails immediately. And it's, I mean, it's like so many people and I say it till 4 a.m. to do that. And people are like, wow. Yeah. It's so almost good. like you're like crazy. You're it. Yeah. I worked all weekend on this and people are responding with, Oh, you're such a good worker. So really, a lot of Society times. Society pushes that. Mm-hmm. Almost, yeah. yeah. Oh, beware, friends. Say no. Yeah. <laughs> Say no. Uh, sometimes we do not complete this cycle, sending these messages to our body because it's just safer. Uh, or it's just easier, really. I'll just focus on the stressor and not really the complete package. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you, listeners, you may have decades of closing the cycle to go.
1: I think I do.
0: I when I read it, I was like, I don't think I've ever closed the stress cycle, and I'm 42 years old. I know, <laughs> so wow. it it is something that I think will be very helpful to you. So, you ready for your big news?
1: Tell me. Okay. What is
0: it? The most effective ways to end the stress cycle. Um, that's what we're going to go into. Okay. So, if you get yourself into a bind with teaching, you know, do you have those dreams? Hmm. I have the recurring dream where I start working in a new school and it's May and I haven't even met my kids. I know.
1: <laughs> it's the first day of school and everybody's there and I'm not there. Or I'm in college and it's the end of the semester and I realize there's a class I've been supposed to go to this whole time I
0: go and there's no way I can catch up now. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. So the binds that we get ourselves into teaching. Oh, gosh. All the video reflections to grade. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Um, maybe you're in an argument with your co-teacher or you just finished, you submitted your national boards or that college credit thing. So, um, I'm going to share several ideas with you, actually, about 10 that need to be activated so you can, you can not just get rid of the stressor, but the stress.
1: Deal with it, manage yeah. it.
0: And really, these are, this is a menu of options. Mm-hmm. So you're going to do you. Um, the number one though, guys, which I can't encourage you enough to do is to move your body. That's so important. It is so important.
1: Laura, I've been, um, instead of eating lunch some days or I have, you know, I have about, I actually have about 40 minutes Okay, because the way our schedule is, I'll go walk for 20 minutes and then eat. Mm. It's 20 minutes. I can't, the weather's lovely. Yeah. I put on a pair of tennis shoes and I'll walk over to the high school and I walk back. I think it's just good to get outside. It is good to get outside. I need the vitamin D and you're right. I come back and I'm ready
0: for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It, it, it does something to you. Mm-hmm. So 20 to 60 minutes is what's recommended. You know, the Nagoski sisters say, your body has no idea that you're fa- filing taxes. What, what a work problem is like. Um, but it does know what, if your body activates an activity, it knows that. So if you're jumping, you're running, you're walking, et cetera, that's what your body focuses on. So move your body on purpose, move your body on purpose. That's the language your body can digest, not just your mind. Okay. Um, And so many times that movement will signal that, you know, if I'm good enough to do this, then everything's going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay.
1: Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. You know, I love to go take a walk. That's probably my favorite thing.
0: I, ha- I have really started it um, in the past, I would say six months. Mm-hmm. And I think it's made a more of a difference in my mental state than yes. my physical state. A
1: lot of times when I'm walking, I do this. I just kind of look around and just notice how, you know, how what a beautiful world mm-hmm. we live in and how grateful I am. I, I have done that for years. When my kids were little, I'd get those little chokers to bed and I would put on my walking shoes and I would go, go walk for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I had been known to set the clocks up <laughs> to 30 Let's minutes, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. children, <laughs> you know, it's time to go to bed and I'd them to bed and then I would go for a walk. But when I do, it's just so easy to be grateful mm-hmm. and yeah. just look around and see what's pretty. And-,
0: and you have to be intentional about it because you can also go for a walk and miss everything.
1: Yeah, you can. So being Don't during- be- ruminating on right, right, what right. you said at a shower so, in nineteen
0: eighty four. Tracing the tree line with your eyes, you yeah. know, naming things as you see them. Mm-hmm. But really that movement is huge. Yeah. So literally any mo- movement of your body is the number one option, the, the best option for closing the stress cycle. So you're actually with that movement telling your
1: body, okay, mm-hmm. I am not in danger. Right. I don't have to, I get out of that fight or fight Mm -hmm. mode, that anxious mode.
0: Okay. It it gives all the right signals to your brain. Okay. So if if running or walking or things like that, don't speak your language, then put on some T-Swift and dance it out. That's good. Because you are moving your body that way. Mm -hmm. So that's number one recommendation. Number two is probably my absolute favorite is deep, slow breaths that are intentional. Mm. Long exhales. This one. Oh yeah, it's Natalie square. square. um That it, you are down regulating your body. you as you're as you're mindfully zoning in on that breath. You are sending great, great messages. That's probably why yoga is so good for you. Oh man, yeah, yeah. My we've got to have my friend Leslie on to talk about that stuff. If if you have the Apple Watch, you know it'll drive you nuts saying you need to breathe, yeah. and it is that's it's true, it is, and if you'll do that and track your breathing, your heart rate will lower every time you do it, so sometimes I'll do it like for three minutes and then I'll do it again as soon as it's over, and my heart rate goes down every time, really, I'm doing it. okay, yeah, so it is just a gentle way to unlock from that stress that you've been in
1: so really what you're you're telling me what I understand is that we are we're giving our brain, our mind and our body a signal mm-hmm. by doing these techniques that gets us to tell our bodies
0: you're not in danger. Right. Okay. And there is hope you're going to you know, it, it's you're not telling your body that there's not stressors. Right. Cause they're there. Right. And they will always be there. We are, we are working with other humans. Mm-hmm. We are working with ourselves. You know, there will always be stressors. But what we have to work on is able to manage that stress. Okay. All right. So the third one, Kim and I are very gifted at this, this one, one, is some casual social interaction. So I want you to think, guys, when, you do, when you're just having a nice chat with somebody or you're complimenting people, smiling at people at Walmart, mm-hmm. uh, you are telling your brain that you're in a happy place. Or that you're in a better place than you are. So laughing. Yeah. Talking is so powerful. Those girls nights out, those think times with your friends, those, you know, walk, I've been saying, I want to walk and talk. Yeah. You know, just things too. like that. And it doesn't matter if it's on the phone yeah. or if it's in person. Yeah. But that interaction, again, helps your body know that we are in a better place. Well, these are easy, Laura. These are very, they're all almost, yeah, I think they're all free. Oh, they're free. Free, <laughs> Even and better, free and easy. Okay, number four, Kim just brought it up, is laughter. And I'm talking about the deep, the real laughs, okay? Oh, I work with a girl. Her name is Vera.
1: She is the best storyteller I have ever met in my life, ever. I told her she should do stand-up. There are days at lunch I cry my makeup off because she has, she's told me so many funny stories
0: and think about what happens when you're doing that you're releasing Mm -hmm. you know you're releasing emotions you're smiling your body knows that you're happy yeah so it is very important for you to be around people who are upbeat and positive and fun yes yes so that's good amy i know you know you're my girl for that Um, All right, number five, this was one that I learned about from the Nagoski sisters and had not really thought about it, but it is affection. Showing or receiving affection, you get connection with a loving presence. So someone you like or respect. A hug from your mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I oh. know. Oh, okay. So, physical affection is great. So, my baby, who is nine, Collier, we do six second kisses. Oh. And so we just sit there. And it's so funny because if you're just sitting there kissing, you know, we just with our lips puckered and usually we end up laughing. <laughs> yeah. Um, or Brock, sometimes he'll just come in and just hold, just hug me. And that they recommend that's the deal. I forgot to say this earlier with all of these things, you do it till you feel the shift in your body. Mm. So your body shifted into stress. And what we're working for is the shift out of stress. Okay. So like the breath work, I would do a 10 minute meditation last year on the way home. And if I did not feel the shift, I would start it over and do it again. Okay. And just 10 minutes. Yeah. But sometimes it took 30 (laughs) But It just depends on how, you know, that day was. Sometimes I was okay in 10 and sometimes it took 30 because the first 20 minutes I kept thinking about the stressors and I could not get to focus on my stress. Yeah. My husband's a hugger. mm. He's a big hugger. And so, well, he probably wouldn't hug you, but
1: he he doesn't hug all women, just me.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) But again, it's the affection until you feel the positive shift, uh-huh. and you will feel it, guys. Many times, you'll let out that deeper breath, or maybe you might shudder, or you know, there's just something. Mm-hmm. Um, petting animals—that's
1: something, no, You you're know, like oh my little kittens, y'all have the so cutest cute. kittens.
0: At uh, holding a ba- holding a, cr- a sleeping baby, uh, you know, just Precious. different things to to activate that connection mm-hmm. okay so what this what i want you to know is it requires you to stop and notice that you trust this person that there's love you know and that eases your brain okay but it i mean it's because you've got that in your body mm-hmm. that it eases the brain okay okay Um, So those literal hugs and kisses teach your body that you're safe and that you're loved. How
1: lovely is that? It's, I mean, like, that's just built in. Oh, it's just intrinsic. Uh,
0: So what I've been thinking about so much after Amy's episode about composure and Natalie's about, you know, noticing when that, the the mental health thing, uh, about when our kids, like my personal kids are so upset. They run right to you, don't they? Well, or sometimes they run away, you oh, know, do. Sh- go into a room and shut the door. Okay, but I think it's just so where we might go and yell at a kid, you know, that might be a response. But if we can focus on building that connection, whether it is through breath work or come here, I want to hold you, mm-hmm. and it's like. And you know, when you're holding a crying kid and all of a sudden it's like, oh, and they yes. let it go.
1: Yeah. But you know, when they're hurt, they run to their mother mm-hmm. yeah, their mama. Yeah.
0: I think that is just something that we can do that will really help close it, that will end it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we don't have those options available to us, I mean, I don't know if you've watched those, some of those uh, rom-coms and you just, just ball your eyes okay. out. That works too, friends. It does. <laughs> yes. So re- you know, reading a book and or watching a movie that makes you experience that connection mm-hmm. or that strong emotion. That that's also shown to work. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Number six is creative expression, the arts. So painting, music, writing, storytelling, uh, they those all evoke emotions. So me listening, you know, rocking out to some Coldplay or Zach Bryan, I've been singing all the time. It's just all that. I mean, when can you do that stuff? Mm-hmm. You do it when you're starting to be happy or right. to be engaged yeah. in, a, in their way away from your stress.
1: You know, when my mother was in assisted living, they were so wonderful, but they would do projects where all the the residents would get together and they would sing mm. and they would do crafts and they would play games and they would laugh and I I'm thinking about that now in terms of these elderly people have left their home and that's got to be so stressful, so stressful, but they enjoyed that. When mother could do that, she, she said, this place is just a
0: hoot. (laughs) Oh gosh. I wish you all could have met Kim's mom. Everybody needs a Kim's mom in their life. Um I just was thinking I was thinking about that many times in nursing homes they give them a baby doll to mm-hmm. hold they do and that's that's that yeah. connection yes, phase. it is. that's beautiful writing um that gratitude journal or whatever all everything that is art or expression expression taps your emotions and helps you process hmm. I cannot do the, I have a bike, and I do, at, Eminem as a rapper that has terrible language but and things, I like but I cannot do that ride without bawling. Really? And I am not a big crier, but there is something, and I, I feel so different. So that's combining two things, movement and expression, but you guys know the songs that get you, and the movies, and, and the way... You know, when you do something, when you create something, mm-hmm. it speaks to you. Yeah. All
1: Does right. That cooking count. That's kind of oh, creative. I definitely think it, it could. It really makes me feel good to cook. Oh, I absolutely think that would and, work. And, and make make things to give to people. But...
0: Mm-hmm. You and my friend you need to get together. I need to bring rocks some rolls. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Laura. Number seven can go along with many of these, but just to have a big old Productive cry, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: not where you're crying and it goes on and on, but a productive one where you feel the shift. You know, Laura,
1: that's interesting that you say that because I've had some times in my life where I've just broken down and fallen apart, gone to bed, gotten up the next morning and I was I was fine.
0: Like whoa, that lifted. It was. Mm -hmm. I just got it out. It's because your body Mm -hmm. you signal to your body to get it out. Yeah, not just saying, Kim retreat or avoid or put a lid on it. Mm -hmm. You let it out. Yeah. All right. Number eight, according to the Nagoski sisters is to sleep with good uninterrupted sleep. And so maybe that's a nap or maybe that is a good good nine hours. (laughs) They're my best friends. (laughs) I love good (laughs) night sleep. We we will never be able to deal with stress if we are sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, you poor mothers oh. of young children! I am. There are better days ahead for you, but um, for years, years
1: with Laura driving, she would say, "I got four some stretch of four hours sleep, and that was a, a celebration. Time. I got to sleep six whole hours last night because she had babies for so long. Gosh, that was some rough time."
0: but adequate sleep is necessary and that can help it is not number 1 or even way up there but it is it can be helpful just like you you wake up and you're like okay it's okay yeah, right. yeah all right number 9 i love this one is engaging your imagination okay so this is not sitting down and numbing out with netflix this is engaging it So reading a book, kind of what we talked about earlier, um, I think I overlapped, playing a game, or literally imagining an experience. Oh. Our friends, Victoria and Teresa, (laughs) they they used to. So Kim and I did a job where we traveled all over the state. They were the funny. And we. Teresa's hilarious. They had an apartment and they hung up. A shower curtain? It was a shower curtain. That was an image of a beach with feet in the sand.
1: Yes, and Teresa, I would walk in sometimes, and she would be lying on her bed with her feet up on that
0: curtain. So it looked like she was. So Teresa, after a long, stressful day, was imagining herself at the beach. Her toes were literally in the sand. So, you you know, many times... When you're in a situation or at the end of a day, you can, if you can't really do it, you can visualize yourself. So visualize that walk, mm. uh, visualize yourself being in the mountains, Miami, okay. <laughs> That's my um, you know, so vis- visualize yourself doing calm things. And that will also send your body um, some good messages. Huh. The last thing, I really don't think the Nutgoski sisters recommended this. They may have. It's been a while since I've gone back and reread it. But I added this in is engage in self-care, a long hot shower, a face mask where you have to sit for 10 to 15 minutes. You know, Uh, you know, painting your nails, you can't really do much. No, you have to sit. You have to sit. But it, it, you know, it's not just doing it and watching TV. It's doing it and intentionally engaging your mind mm-hmm. in the practice. So Amy's doing that Gua sha stone. Oh, I don't, I will try to find it listeners. I had to, I had to ask her, I was like, spell it for me, pronounce so it for me. It? You, sc- you scrape your face upwards or di- there's different okay. strokes, but you're moving the fluid. Okay. And there's different paths to do, but she just sits there and, and does it at like night. Like a limit? No. Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So it activates circulation, but it's also moving fluid. But, you know, if you're doing some practice like that and you're really engaging in it, mm-hmm. then you are sending messages to your body.
1: This ha- is not, I obviously can't do this now. But it reminds me of when I was nursing babies. Oh, You're just sitting Mm -hmm. in there, especially if it's in the middle of the night and you're in the nursery and you're just snuggled up with that baby and you're not doing anything else. Right. Just enjoying your time with your infant. Those are special times and there's nothing else you can do. Nursing is hard. Oh Oh, my gosh. We could do a podcast about it. It is so hard and it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody every time, mm-hmm. but if you can do it and you're able to, and that's what you, that's what you want to do that time that makes you settle down mm-hmm. and not do anything else. Cause you can't do anything
0: else. Right. That's all you can do. What's your other child make for terrible decisions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but at night, no. Yeah. Um. Okay. So what do all of these 10 strategies? So let's, let's review them. Number one was movement. No, I'm going to go back to my notes so I don't miss it. Okay, so let's review. Number one was movement. Number two is our breath work. Number three is casual social interaction. Number four, laughter. Uh, Deep, real. Uh, Number five is that affection, the kiss, the hug, the petting, the holding. Um, Number seven or number six is creative expressions, writing, painting, things like that. 7 is an old just those big old productive cries. 8 great sleep, uninterrupted sleep, okay? Number 9 engaging your imagination intentionally, and number 10 is engaging in self-care. Those are great. So let's think about what what all these what do all of these have in common? They are us intentionally doing something. That gives our body a positive signal. signal. Mm-hmm. So, so everything's gonna be okay. Right. One thing that does not close the stress cycle is just telling yourself it's okay.
1: Oh. You can't talk yourself out of it. Can't
0: you've got to do something that will do the shift. Okay. And so and possibly after time, you know, like sometimes I'll repeat something like enough is enough mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, repeating something. Some kind of mantra. It could lead to it, but just putting the lid on it is not going to control the stress. Okay. So we have to be, it just can't be an an intellectual decision. We have to give our bodies what they need and time to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, And you, you will recognize it when the shift has happened.
1: This is so interesting. Mm
0: -hmm. And just like all these other things we've been learning from Angie and Amy and Natalie, is, it is practice behavior. So I can't just try breath work once, Kim Wilkins, and say it doesn't work. No. I have to, yeah. and that may not be her thing. I just was thinking on her. But That's you know, right. you just can't do things once or twice and think, oh, that didn't work. You, you need to try things out. And so what I want us to do, we're going to do it too. And listeners, I want you to think about is, think about maybe, Maybe three or four things that you could do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to list them one more time. So, uh, oh gosh. Move your body on purpose. Move your body on purpose. Activate the breath work. Mm, three. Casual social interaction. Laughter. Um, the affection the, with the connection. Uh, creative expression. Crying. Crying. Sleeping. Mm-hmm. Engaging your imagination, like reading a book. And then engaging in self care. So, would you think about what could be? What are your top four? What are you doing? Breath work, working out, affection, and probably the casual social interaction.
1: Okay, I'm going with sleeping
0: and crying. No, <laughs> I,
1: I do. Um, I need to work on the breath work. Mm -hmm. I'm a bad, I'm really bad to hold my breath, but I'm, I'm doing the walking. Yeah. The moving my body on purpose. Mm -hmm. And, um, that gratitude thing is a big. Yeah.
0: And that's that creative expression, creative
1: expression, Mm -hmm. breathing. I've got to work on the breathing. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm be honest with you. I'm a firm believer in long, hot baths and good night's sleep. Oh,
0: (laughs) And man, if you did it as a combo, what, what I great know. things that, that would be. <laughs> I know. So what I want you to do, listeners, is identify like your top four, and then I want you to rank them. Okay. So thinking about what is going to be something that you could do most days, or when you, when you feel that terrible stress shift, what could be uh, your number one go-to? And then you need your backup plan, so okay. if you can't go work out if that's your number one thing, then what will you do? okay, and then you need a backup plan for your backup plan okay well that I'm not saying workout <laughs> I'm not going that far. I'm saying a nice walk. <laughs> oh man, so here I will model for you, okay. So, my number one thing is my breath work, my meditations. Number two is my work, working out. Number three is my activating that affection. Call your Brock or my kittens. And then my backup, backup, backup plan is just to put on some great music and rock out. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, or paint pumpkins for the holidays and things like that. So, I just want you to really think about. Having a plan for, for, to address the shift of stress, to turn it to the shift away from stress. So
1: are these four things, four things you're going to do every day or four things? When you
0: now I need to do them every day because teaching, I don't know if it is for you or for other people. It's an adrenaline push for me. It is. These podcasts are. (laughs) We're going to go do the stress cycle after.
1: I, Tim said, you come home really excited uh, excited yeah and and keyed and up keyed up mm-hmm. and he said it's really hard for you to get calmed down to go to sleep i
0: but just think about like every go for a walk after this that'd be good every time i deliver a professional development system um day i have a headache yes and uh, so, every time. but I didn't know about. I mean, golly, think about how much PD we've done, and I never closed the stress cycle <laughs> till <to> last year. <laughs> You've got a lot of making up. To I you. have a lot, and but I'm telling you, it has been a lot of investment of time. But I'm a better person today because of what I've learned from the Nagoski sisters and implementing it. Mm-hmm. The the just the more you activate the strategies, the easier it is to end the cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, if you have days and weeks or years or decades of stress built up, it's going to take long to undo. Oh,
1: goodness. That's true.
0: Yeah. We can't expect, you know, my my 42 years. Yeah. We're just chipping away at it. This
1: kind of goes along with what we learned from Lindsay Sheets, too, about move your body on purpose, Mm -hmm. eat a healthy diet, get plenty of sleep. It just... Mm -hmm. It just
0: makes sense.
1: Just take care of yourself.
0: Right. So the Nagoski sisters say something like, you know, anxiety, dread, all those emotions we feel that we feel like they come on, we can let them go just as they came on. But it has to be intentional. Okay. So, you know, you're going to feel a little bit better after a run or breath work, but you may not have reached your ultimate goal. Uh, You just got to do something often. I highly recommend choosing something to close the stress cycle at the end of every teaching day. Or, if you, you mean before you go home or just when you get home or just whatever? Just whenever works for you. Whenever works for you. I had a 30 minute drive last year and that worked very well for me. Mm-hmm. And then I walked into the house a much better human being than I was 30 minutes ago. But let's say that you had a major conflict with a student. You might need to take a minute or you might need to go out at lunch and do something, yeah. you know? um it's just something that you've got to take care of
1: listening to a comedian uh, there's just laughing. Con- oh, just laughing that woman Leanne I can't think the funny southern woman she's hilarious she's fun to listen to and there's Leanne um oh gosh and then there's Nate Bargotsky I'm
0: pushing. I don't know either here. one of them. Oh my gosh. He is hilarious. Okay. You've got to listen to him. So he will, he or she will help us. Leanne Morgan. Leanne Morgan. Okay. She's
1: so funny. We'll so, Southern.
0: link them on the podcast. They are hilarious you. and they're, they're pretty clean. Uh-huh. You know, and you just, can, just hilarious. <laughs> funny, funny. Oh man. Well, I hope you guys have learned something today. I have learned so much. Oh, I just, I love this stuff. Um,
1: Maybe you missed your calling.
0: I, you know, I'm I'm still going for that presidential platform. This is, (laughs) this is on the agenda, people. I, when I, when I learned this, I just thought about this needs to be a part of every high school curriculum. It does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And really it should be, then you again should have it if you're having a baby (laughs) or any monumental Changes in life, you need to be reminded of this stuff because I mean, I, I listened to the chapter five times, I've studied it over and over. I still need the reminders,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm quite a stubborn girl. Um, well,
1: it's just a lot of information, your bot, your mind can just hold on to so much, yeah, it's true, and then you get new things.
0: So what I want you to know, listeners, is, of course, try to attack your stressors, but for sure attack your stress. (laughs) Absolutely. Because that's what matters. Because some
1: stressors you can't do anything about. You're always going to have deadlines. You're always going to have laundry. You're Mm -hmm. always going to have kids that fuss at home. I'm talking about your own personal kids. There's always going to be conflict in your life. It's we we live in the world with people and it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Mm -hmm.
0: And we can avoid as much as we can, but there's never going to be a life free of stress. Right. No, it isn't. Okay. Listeners, I'm going to challenge you in two ways. I think maybe three. Sometimes I add things. I want you to share this episode with a friend. Yes, please. And I want you, when you do it, I want you to say, and let's have supper or let's Zoom or let's talk after you listen to discuss it. Mm-hmm. I want you to be very vulnerable with each other and and share your four ideas and share how, you know, your stressors and, and how that's impacting your stress. But the more open I think you'll be, first, that'll probably help you close your stress cycle. And it will just open you up to possibilities to be a stronger person in the future. I think that's good, Laura. Yeah. This this information will be a game changer if you will let it be. I think so, too. Um, it's been good for me. All right, listeners. That's that's all we got for you today. That's a lot. <laughs> all right. um, Here we go. Well, please share this
1: podcast with others. write and review on your podcast app. Doing that will help other people find us. We hope today has helped you in some way because our goal is to help one teacher, help one student, one day, and one See
0: you next time.